Hello and welcome to episode 003 of the Footy and Toke show. My name is Tony. I'll be your host. My good friend Augie is my co-host. How you doing, Augie? Good, good, Tony. How are you, my friend? Very well, man. Very well. Here we are for the third Footy and Toke show episode. This is very exciting. Um, always exciting in the world of football. Um, so we're going to continue our format of bit of news, bit of transfer rumors, because transfer rumors are always good fun, um, and of course, uh, a little bit of cannabis. What are we smoking today, Augie? Today we got a mix of uh, <laughs> some nice Charlotte Webb. Charlotte's Webb, yeah, a little bit of that, nice sativa for sure. A little bit of sativa and a little bit of uh, Moby Dick. A little bit of the Moby Dick, that's another nice sativa. A nice sativa should blend very nicely. Actually, we also blended, I think, what was in that bag, Zombie OG? Okay, so it's a bit of three, all three, I think. Oh, it's a mix of all three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that explains something. Okay, perfect. Let's get started. <laughs> so, um, as far as transfer rumors go, uh, <laughs> one transfer that happened a few years ago for Juve was Pogba leaving for Manchester United. Um, a few weeks before that, he had an interview with Juventus TV saying about how Juve is his family. They're his fratelli, you know, his brothers and this and that. And then two weeks later, he signs this multi-million dollar, you know, <laughs> Euro contract for Man U. And now there's talks, and there has been talks for years of Pogba coming back to Juve. Uh, personally, for me, I say no. Um, I, it's Yes, I feel like the midfield is definitely something that we need to expand upon, but not in the reverse. Um, what is your What are your thoughts on, on Pogba, maybe with a return uh, to Juve? It's a tough call here. Uh, I think he, he, would, he wouldn't be a bad, you know. Addition to midfield, I can't disagree with that. I don't that, think you know he's not he's not a bad player by any means, but no. uh, I feel just the drama he's been through with Mourinho at uh, with Man United, right? And yeah, drama. Yeah, that's the word exactly. Yeah, drama. I mean, it was just uh, strange times, you know, for for Pogba, and then after that he went on a few other seasons. Really, not again, not where he should be. Absolutely. Uh, at this point, I don't know. Maybe a, a change is good for him. I think he should be on his way out of Manchester. But well, he's uh, on a working hol- he's on a working holiday basically in, in oh. Manchester, you know. So <laughs> any change would be good to maybe see. Change his is good, but uh, Juve, I, I agree. I don't think Juve is, is the place for him at the moment. I think he should look elsewhere. I don't know, maybe um, hmm. Napoli, perhaps another. Napoli, that'd be crazy. That's a crazy. Uh, It's not completely crazy, I guess. I don't know. My only thinking is like, as a as what have real. I love the DiBala Pogba sort of duo that they had at Juve. They the beautiful football and Pogba is an amazing player for Juve. But towards the end of his Juve career, I felt like he didn't feel like he was the main like the main man. You know, like uh, like taking the number ten kit was not something he, that you know he wasn't a number a Juve number ten. Wasn't ready. No, of course not. And then that was right before he left. And then obviously, DiBala took the uh, the ten as well, which I think he does deserve it. But we're not talking about DiBala. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that duo, that partnership, was very strong for Juve. And obviously, Pogba had some amazing games for Juve. There's no denying that. But I feel like. Now, the way that the team is moving forward, there's just no... I don't think Pogba's a proper fit 
And I just personally don't really want him back in the squad because of that drama, right? right like yeah. we talked about last week with uh, uh, Icardi. Lots of drama follows certain drama, play sure. players, right? And also we were talking about uh, before the before we started recording about about uh, like you know John Terry, you know the, it's the sneaky footballers and that. Oh and right, yeah. like Icardi, same thing. It just brings too much drama to the. Yeah, maybe it's entertaining, you know, mm-hmm. and then. In the papers, you know, but uh, <laughs> you don't want that on a team, right? No, you don't. You don't. It can affect, just... right? Like, what, what, what were you going to add to that? Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't see for him, you know. No, wrong player for the wrong at the wrong time. Wrong time. You know exactly, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of wrong times, uh, recently Van Gaal, Louis Van Gaal was, uh, and you rate Van Gaal as a manager, hey? Oh, I think he was great. I think yeah, was, uh, he did well with Bayern. He did struggle yeah. there with Manchester United, right? Yeah, but who of hasn't? Right, who very hasn't? Hard to replace, yeah, you know, of very course. Hard. So Alex Ferguson, you can't. It's hard to replace it's a legend, right? Yeah, exactly. So, um, anyways, he was uh, quoted as saying that he feels that the two young uh, Dutch players that left Ajax um, went to the wrong team, saying that De Jong uh, should have gone to Juve and that De Ligt should have gone to Barca. And I can understand kind of where he's coming from because again, Juve and the midfield, right? There's for the last few seasons, there that's where the struggle has been. You know, I mean, Pjanic is doing is doing very well. Has been doing very well lately. Not quite his same self. You know, he's not controlling it the same way. And I feel like a player like De Jong, even though he has more, I would say, more so defensive capabilities for sure in a midfield position. I still think that's something that Juve could really have benefited from. Whereas I feel like Delic and and Juve is a, a defense based team, but I feel like Delic maybe wasn't the right type of defender. You know, I I I'm glad we have him, and I feel he'll learn and excel under Chiellini because mm-hmm. that's very similar, sort of aggressive, very tall, you know, big, you know, play styles, right? Yeah, and I feel like that's a good fit for Juve as far as for Delic growing. But what are your thoughts on the on that sort of like if that would be different? Well, you you compare how some of these Dutch players have played well in Italy. Yeah, uh, for sure, there's been lots. There's been some, you know, lots of Dutch players, right? Even right now, playing. In well, Italy. my my favorite was always Edgar Davids, for sure. Davids you know, but sure. Seedorf was an incredible for Milan, an incredible midfielder. But again, legend. defensive, right? Same with Davids, but he was yeah. a bulldog, right? I love Davids. Of course, and say same for Spain. You look at you know, they had uh, Giovanni van Bronckhorst. Uh, yeah, uh, Ricard. Yeah, Reichardt, of course, all these, lots of good players. So I don't, I don't know, Van Gaal, yeah, his opinion, he might be, it's hard to say there, but it's, it comes down to the player, We're, you know. Absolutely. In the league that they're playing, you know, can they adapt? And, and the Dutch have a history of adapting very well. To those leagues specifically? To those leagues specifically, but... Yeah. What general, about, what about pl- like, specifically for the teams? Because, um, like, I could have it either way for me. Yeah, I, I guess, yeah. For me, I think they're, they're both very good signatures for both clubs. Yeah. Juve got a, gr- a great young man. A great, man. great player. Great defender, yeah. yeah. You have to give them time. You can't, you know... Maybe Juve fans expect him right away to step in and be the next, you know... <laughs> great, you know, next great defender, Juve yeah. legend. But you have to give him time. It's of course, It takes man. time to... Uh, it's his to first season away from Ajax, right? That Ajax team was incredible. But it's because they were a team. Right? Yeah, they, they were, were the a same strong age, unit. They were young. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't. It, you never know the alternative, right? So you can't really say it's just interesting to think if that had been different, right? Oh yeah, for sure. But, uh, but it's not, and that's the way 
Swedish. And Dutch football is always going to keep growing. We'll see this oh, yeah. in a few years again for sure. 100%. And the, the Dutch, the, for a team that does have such, has, has had such quality players, you know, it's, yeah. it's still a surprise that they haven't really like, won much in, like, nationally, you know, like on the national stage. Oh, nationally, yeah, but, but I, the, the clubs they have, you know, they're, they're too small. Ajax and, uh, you know, PSV well, and all the, all the big, all those big Dutch players, more times than not, end up are playing outside of the Netherlands, anyways. Right? Yeah. Look at like Van Persie and Robin, and that time they're all always outside. But it's well, a great place to start. It's a great youth system. Like oh yeah, the Ajax, PSV, you know, and now their youth well, now is incredible, so right? With these players, right? Yeah. So it's exciting to see what they'll, uh, what the the young Dutch team will will come up with with these two players. Regardless, still awesome talents, and I think they'll sure. excel in their positions. Um, speaking of transfers as well to Juve, uh, you brought this one up. Gabriel Je Jesus to Juve. Interesting, considering that uh, there's also talks, or I guess Bilbao, Atletico Bilbao uh, from Spain, was interested in Higuain. Um, apparently his grandfather has Basque history like a oh, wow. history with that with where the club is from there so uh which is interesting so maybe that could be a possible a reason, transfer yeah. um that being said would jesus be a good a good uh replacement i i assume that would be the kind of the replacement like that would be what they're looking for um what are your thoughts Augie? uh gabriel jesus i think he's too young to be you know not playing champions league in the next two years yeah. i think that's on his mind for sure yeah 100 percent you know, he's the, the Premier League is he's already won everything with, with them. Yeah, I guess and he has nothing That's else to prove, point. in my opinion, in England. Uh, he is young, so he's got lots to prove at Juve as well. Uh, it, it would be a good fit, I don't see why not. I think it would be an exciting change of pace as far as the strikers go because Dybala is young as well. I think they're about the same age, but mm -hmm. they they like Dybala plays that 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 number 10, you know. More so behind the strikers, mm -hmm. uh, whereas Jesus is an all-in-out. He's a striker, right? He's a yeah. He's a striker. So you see a <sighs> partnership up, up there, you know. With... I could, yeah, and I mean, even if Higuain does go, mm -hmm. and even if Ronaldo does also That's go, right. I was going to mention that. Yeah. You know, then I feel like that would could be a very interesting. That could be a, a and and for Sari's play with that attacking, you know, yeah. style, he could play a really great part with that young, quick. Duel with Dybala again. That's if Higuain and Ronaldo both, you know, go elsewhere. But he could he could play a four four three. He could play a you know four four two. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, four. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeky, not easy. <laughs> Is that how he won so much yeah, in Napoli? Yeah, yeah. Eh? <laughs> Sneaking the extra guy. Don't worry. Man. <laughs> Cheeky Italian thing. That's yeah, you know, they could have the two two attackers up yeah. front. Why not? I could see Dybala and Jesus. Why not uh, up front? You know. Uh, you said, yeah, I mentioned Ronaldo. Quite possible he, he leaves. In fact, he could show up just as mis he should. He could leave just as mysteriously as he showed up. That's you know? right, exactly. <laughs> so, who knows? And this is again transfer rumors. I love them, but I hate them because <laughs> you oh, just yeah, you never know, right? We've been linked like Juve. Personally, I've always been a big Cavani fan, and oh, yes. Juve has been linked with Cavani for ever since we signed Manzuka. Yeah, and that would have been unbelievable. Oh, yeah, for sure. But not impossible. But we always sign those top quality 
you know, well-aged strikers. Look at Tevez, man. He took that number 10 for a couple oh, seasons and yeah, yeah. Did, did the business with Juve and then took off, you know. And always, gracias Tevez for that. Al Pacha. Al Pacha. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. Um, moving forward, uh, speaking of, I guess, in Spain, uh, Barcelona has made, was it made an offer or was it in the works that they were going to offer 70 million euros Arturo Vidal and Semedo, the left back, he's left back, I think, young left back, younger left back. I believe back. so, yeah. yeah. Uh, for uh, Lauturo Martinez of Inter Milan. <laughs> so Real Madrid is, um, but Madrid also wants him, so there would be that contention in Spain uh, for him. What are your thoughts on this? 70 mil Ooh. plus Vidal plus Semedo. Is he worth the money? Arturo Vidal has been linked with Inter before. And I Several think that, times. I think that has to do with Conte as well. Conte and I think it will happen. A lot of the management change, you know, a lot of movement from the Juve camp right. over there. So I feel that's part of that. I think, the, yeah, the, the, it will happen eventually. Vidal will go to Inter. Um, I, I think Barca is using that maybe as a, as a bait. A bit of leverage, yeah. Leverage, yeah. And I don't know, tough to say. I, the kid has a bright future either way. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This one could happen. You never know, right? Well, and and do you, do you like Martinez? That type of striker, you have to look at who Barcelona is playing. You know, with obviously Suarez injured right now, but he's still in in a very, I guess he's. I wouldn't say he's past his prime, but he's definitely. Would you say just, he's the same? Like, Suarez is he's on the he's on, he's on the decline. Of course, yeah. Same with Messi, right? He's getting well, older. Of course, still legend, but you know, um, but Martinez, he's. Young, he's very strong. He's very fast. He can score goals. He has for Inter. Oh, you know yeah, that's why Madrid also want him. And I think there was something about uh, Bale the, having a what 150 million euro price tag. Pretty sure was it was it Bale as well or was it Salah? The oh, one that was Mohamed Salah. That was Salah. Yeah. Salah for one fifty. Oh, right. And then yeah. using Bale as leverage. That's leverage. Do you that's think right. that Madrid would use Bale? Because obviously there's been talks of Bale out. Yeah. You know, about how he's more of a golfer than a footballer now. No, he has Which is surprising. But I think he's you very underrated. He's under, yeah, you mentioned he's underrated. Though. Yeah. I think he is, man. Oof. I would love to see him at Juve as far as, like, I that remember attack, his old when he, Tottenham time when he was in. Oh, he was just so explosive. Very fast, young man. So fast. Very, very, you know, gifted. Um, he showed a lot of that at... at at Real Madrid as well, like he, but but he didn't have the opportunity as much. Mm-hmm. I found. I think the treatment he's getting at, at Madrid is not fair either. It's They're bullying him. Poor he's treatment, not, absolutely. It's the guy that's won you know so many trophies for <laughs> for Madrid. He's yeah. played so well. He's maybe he's not you know Ronaldo. He's not putting up you know beautiful goals or whatever. But is why he's sitting on the bench so often. You know, I don't understand it. Uh, I understand in his mind too if he feels a little bit. As an outsider, whatever you know, mm-hmm. but it's. <laughs> I think Bale could suit in, could could fit very well into into most uh, teams. I, I really feel like he's that. Well, oh, I don't see why not. I don't. I, I yeah, but at Madrid with a team of literally of all superstars, like it's tough to to you know get into that mm-hmm. that starting. Can, you know, continuously starting position, and you and you look at um, you know when Ronaldo left, he left the left. He, when Ronaldo left, he left the left wing side yeah, exposed, right? That's why yeah. Hazard came in, and and but now he's injured. So Vinicius Junior came in, and I said this last week about him coming in for El Clasico, and then oh. he goes and scores a goal. Yeah. Um, but 
that's that that's Bale's side as well as that left that left flank, you know, and he doesn't have the opportunity. I mean, I think he's versatile enough for both, hundred percent. But it's I don't know. I'm I'm a fan of Bale. I like I say, I would love to see him at Juve, but realistically, I don't know. I could see I could see the the Barcelona thing kind of working out um, as as some sort of leverage. Sorry for uh, yeah for Martinez going to Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. versus yeah versus with uh, the swaps with. I don't see uh, I don't see Salah leaving Liverpool. No, I don't see you know them needing to be that desperate. Liverpool, in my opinion, is stronger in Europe than I agree Madrid. Stronger, they already won the league, I believe, right? Well, hang on now. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> They're incredible, right? They're not invincible. <laughs> Watford. Watford, oh, <laughs> legends, eh? <laughs> well, so, yeah, that, that one, I, I don't see. That, that one seems like it's... A bit far-fetched, too, yeah, eh? That's sure. a lot one, yeah. But Martinez, that would be a good fit. I would like to see that. I think he, he Messi, you know, Griezmann, oh, yeah. possibly. Suarez, possibly, Sunny elsewhere. Well, I mean, if you look at the youth that's coming in, like with Dembele being injured, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I just I feel like that left side uh, with Messi, you know, he's he's aging as well. But Martinez and maybe he'd complement Griezmann. Griezmann might play in better form as well. I don't know. I I could see a, a good link up between them. Um, but again, transfer rumors. Never know. Um, moving on to some actual news, <laughs> um, Real Madrid. We're talking about with uh, uh, what uh, Vinicius Junior was doing. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> That's part of the podcast, my friend. Uh, we're talking about Real Madrid winning El Clasico. Um, definitely having a part to do with that was Vinicius Junior, um, but that assist from Tony Kroos. There you go, my French, like that. Beautiful, yeah. How is Ooh. it? You good? Very smooth. Yes, it is nice, eh? Nice trifecta of Kranik, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, that pass from Tony Cruz. Unbelievable. I know you I know. I always have a big praise for him. Me too, man. Obviously, Bayern Munich, I still you know, cannot believe that we let him go. He's you know, the next Schweinsteiger. <laughs> yep. But instead, he's in the Schweinsteiger at Real Madrid. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, he's obviously done well for them. He's, he's been a core part of that team. Oh, he's one of those players that was always, always so smart with the ball. He's, you can see he's very, very focused. He, he, does, he takes his time. He's so cool. Yeah. Even that goal he scored, it was just coolly hit in the corner. Like it just, oh, yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, he's not, you know. What, that free kick, you mean? Are you, are you talking about... Which goal? Uh, it was because um, there was a free kick that he scored. Wasn't that in the World Cup though? Wasn't that for Germany? He scored yeah, that beautiful yeah. free kick. It was way on the left, way on the left. But he, but he's so cool about it. He just you know. Oh yeah, he yeah, barely he, took a couple steps. Yeah, and not so easy with his passes too. He just give him a few open well, seconds. Yeah, he's gonna just well deliver all the time. See, that's the kind of player that oh my god could actually change Juve's game. Oof. You know Ooh, what I mean? Like the, oh, absolutely. That wouldn't be fair, right? That would be. <laughs> UEFA or whatever, whoever the governing bodies, they'll come in and stop that. Anyways, I think at this point I would take him over Ronaldo. Obviously, yeah, I would have. Well, I like mean, imagine him with Ronaldo though, back at, oh, like course, at Juve. Well, that's though. why they won so much. It was, that was just an unbelievable. But again, I, I like just to touch on the Ronaldo thing real quick. I, uh, <laughs> I've I've never been a huge fan of Ronaldo, but obviously I can't. His talent and his abilities are completely undeniable. 
but uh, but I could see him taking a step, maybe moving on from Juve. For I don't know if depends on how the Champions League go. No, oh, for sure. Never know. Anyways, back to El Clasico. Uh, Real took that last week. You said that they were probably going to be focusing on the league versus Champions League, like La Liga, and uh, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think this really shows shows it. Yeah, no, unbelievable. I think we missed one transfer here. Uh, the Jaden Sancho and Timo Werner. Oh, we missed the transfer. See, that's why you've got that paper. That's the one I forgot. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, but just to touch on El Clasico, oh, and then sure. we'll... Uh, how, do you, how do you feel that's like going to change Real's season? Do you think that'll put them uh, into yes, that um, forefront? I mean, they are in the forefront position in La Liga now, first place, just a point ahead of... Barca, but I mentioned last week that Madrid has to choose at this point. That they can't win both. I don't think they can win the Champions League or and the La Liga. Exactly, yeah. They're just not the same team anymore. They've so do you it. think they've they made a choice here? I think they made a choice. It, to be honest, it was kind of a dull El Clasico. It was it was very quiet. Uh, it was just not the same feeling. It was just um, I don't know Madrid. They were the better team. They deserve it. They well, Zidane's it. tactics had a lot to do with that. I mean, that's why he's an incredible. Well, absolutely bringing in Vinicius. Yeah, yeah. He, he brought he brought Vinicius in on the left, and obviously that was a part of it. But I mean, as a, as a whole, mm-hmm. I think they played. I think I think the reason that it was a not as a crazy El Clasico is because of Zidane. I think he knew that he has to make that choice as well. You know, La Liga versus Champions League. I mean, that's a tough choice to make when you're when you've won the last however many of them, you know oh, what I mean? Sure. And uh, But I, I feel like, yeah, that, that really played a part, you know, the, the fact that he's realistic, but he's a, a legendary player, let alone manager, right? But they made the choice, you know, they're, they got to take La Liga. And, that's, mm-hmm. and that showed in their Champions League game, right? Their loss to Man City. You know, Man City had the comeback, so... Yeah. I yeah, think that was also... Uh, it reflected the way that their, the rest of their season is going to go. So I yeah basically I agree with what you said last week. No, I, I don't see yeah. them. I think their Champions League is in big trouble. Mm-hmm. They needed this El Clasico more than Barcelona. I think it's going to be still a very close like title fight for La Liga, but I got to pick Madrid for now. Yeah, the favorite as La Liga. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, where else in Europe? In in Germany, some madness in. <laughs> Uh, at the Hoffenheim uh, Bayern game, the Bayern Ultras brought out a banner. Um, what did it say, Augie? <laughs> oh, it was aimed towards uh, Hoffenheim's owner, Hubner. Hubner, yeah. Hop. Hop Hubner, yeah. Hop Hubner, yeah. Yeah, nice. <laughs> he's, a, he's like the main investor, like the, the, the owner, right? Right. Is he yeah. the owner, yeah, of Hoffenheim, yeah, that's right. So Hoffenheim's history, yeah, that they moved up fairly fast. There was a whole bunch of income and then this guy I guess he manipulated the board it was nothing to do with the team or whatsoever but yeah he manipulated so he's the you know main shareholder and stuff there was some that's right yeah whatever stuff happening but still this is not acceptable in football it's no, it was a. It, the banner said some nasty things, and and uh, even sure. even the Bayern fa- players, the Bayern players were. Asking oh, them to, to bring Oliver, it down. Oliver Kahn comes Not even the current players, the past <laughs> legends like Oliver Kahn. Yeah, comes in, tells them to, Please to be chill. Quiet. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it's not what the game's about. And and uh, to the fact where the ref even, he, he stopped the game for a bit. Players were yeah. still out. The banner was still there. Then the second banner came up. And then the second banner, and then they, he brought the players out, out off the pitch. Um, then the banner was gone. And then when the players went back out, they didn't even... 
continue the game. They just had a little bit of a kick about and it's, just sadly it's just minutes. a few few crowds. They don't represent anybody. Just a few crazy ultras, you know. Yeah, it's sad. It was not actually just at the Bayern Hoffenheim game. It was earlier as well at Union Berlin versus um, who they played. Um, oh, the the game last week. You mean? Well, it was this weekend. Uh, oh yeah, the right. One, the Union Wolfsburg. Oh, right, Berlin yeah, during that game, yeah, yeah, you were saying. Same thing happened, the Union Berlin fans pulled a banner once and the players came there and they said, you know, what are you doing? Because the game is suspended for 15 minutes, it gives yeah. the other team a break, they can think yeah. about it. And they ended up 2-2. Yeah. They had a 1-0 lead. Yeah, so... That, that affected the game for sure. Yeah, no, this kind of stuff, I mean, it is unfortunate in football and you do see it often, same with the racism and they call games on it. And I mean, that's, it's just... It just ruins the game, like the you know what I mean. It's, it's so unnecessary. Yeah, calling him a hooren zone, you know, son of a whore. It's yeah, like, it's son terrible. Son no, it's no awful. Man, you know, this is a, no no reason for but it. But then, but then at the end, the the two owners of the two clubs they came out, and they were holding hands and showing support for, uh, you know, unity, and, and that was right, good. Uh, Karl Heinz Rummenigge came out. Yeah, with uh, with Hoppner, yeah. and he said, you know, that they brought him on, on the sideline, and then. Yeah. But Once then the they game started around, Bayern yeah. Munich or Hoffenheim, they were just passing around. They didn't yeah. want to play anymore. Yeah. To prove a point. It and was a unity thing. They, 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 yeah, exactly. That's exactly what they did. They don't want any abuse in, in football, and it doesn't belong there. It's no. ridiculous. No, it, like I say, it ruins the game. Not just the, the actual 90 minutes, but the game as a whole, you know, the beautiful game. It really does ruin it. Um, but yeah, so hopefully we don't see too much more of that. I mean, because this this leads into where the where the fans are actually banned from coming to the game, and then it becomes a whole thing, right? And then it's it's because I've seen it in Juve too, in Italy as well. Italy, um, a lot of the reports coming out uh, from a few years ago in 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 Serbia as well. The the flares, oh, yeah, crazy games that have to get banned, right? From racism to all that madness. So, so it is. It is. Yeah, it's, it is unfortunate, but. Uh, speaking of truly unfortunate as well, um, in Italy, the coronavirus has actually postponed uh, a whole slew of games from uh, this week, from last weekend actually as well, mm-hmm. until May 13th. So there are a whole bunch of games, including uh, Juve and Inter, because that was going to be played played behind closed doors, That's and right, then it yeah. wasn't, and it's then fun. it was confirmed as, as was, and then it was just cancelled altogether. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I personally, I feel like this is a benefit, you it know, because yeah. behind closed, we talked about it. Behind closed, there's no atmosphere. It's the biggest game of the City A season. Uh, what are your thoughts, Argy? It's it's sad to see. Uh, it's happening in, in Germany as well. Bayern Munich now banning the players from taking selfies with, with fans, which yeah. is very unfortunate to see. It's not. You know, yeah, that's why the fans come to their stadiums. I remember when I was in, in Europe, a few stadiums you go to, you want to go down to the bleachers, you, you know, take a picture with yeah. some famous players or whatever, or get them to sign a shirt. So cool. That would be awesome. You, you can't. can't it's, not, yeah. it's ridiculous. Total different atmosphere. You know, it creates a paranoia. You know, it's not, not what we want to see in football. And a, and a lot of football uh, clubs now, I mean, mo- obviously most, have uh, even bigger presences than in the past. You know, social media and that. You get close, so close to the club. Yep. Um, where it feels like you know, like it's a family thing. You know, it's, you feel like a part of a thing. You know, you have. Oh, yeah, you know, it's it's amazing, and it's a to have that. Yeah, it is a religion. <laughs> it is a hundred percent. You know, it's the, it's a it's a language that we all speak. <laughs> you know what I mean? For sure. Um, and 
it just it's unfortunate like I, I i would you know next time go to europe love to watch a game but you know with stuff like this it may it's unfortunate that the fans can't interact in that way and no, for sure. and 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 the fact that the games are postponed i mean obviously for other reasons the fact that coronavirus is even a thing is awful mm-hmm. but the the impact it's having globally on all sorts of levels is just you know, it is but you can only again one day at a time <laughs> you know especially <laughs> especially with this kind of stuff um Moving on to the, <laughs> this one's good, talking about Liverpool, hey? So, uh, <laughs> speaking of Liverpool as well, uh, we'll quickly go to that missed transfer uh, rumor that Augie was talking about. Augie, you want to tell us what's that about? That's right, Liverpool, um, obviously, oh, nice weekend for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, finally, you know, losing, seeing a difference, but, you know, invincible yeah. and... Incredible, right? Absolutely. Arsenal's the Arsenal 0304. I think it was, uh, it was bound to happen. You can't compare. I wouldn't compare the Liverpool today to the Arsenal, right? Oh, impossible. Yeah, impossible. The oh, stars man. Arsenal had. <laughs> no way. At their prime. Oh, oh Marie, Vieira, man. Oh, oh. When Vieira, when Vieira came to you, yeah. Pires, of course. All the French players, man. Oh, of course. That was Wenger's prime, man. Better come. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a tough, tough club. Yeah, man. absolutely, man. And they and they were the invincibles for a reason. Yeah. Liverpool not so invincible, still incredible, mm-hmm. undeniably. But so is Watford on the of on course. That day. The desperate team right at the bottom, fighting, have something to prove. This could change their season around. Absolutely. And they played well. They deserved the win. I think the beautiful goals. Yeah. And even if and to be honest with you, for Wat for Watford's sake, I'd like to see Liverpool win the rest of their games. Just so they can say they were That's the right. only club. Yeah, Fuck you guys! Good. They were the only club that won. <laughs> now I have, now yeah. I have to put an explicit logo next to this, <laughs> next to this podcast. We I beat said, Liverpool. We beat Liverpool. We're the only team. But yes, in the meantime, Liverpool uh, linked with uh, two German stars, uh, Sancho, Jaden Sancho of Dortmund. Yeah. Timo Werner, Werner. Leipzig. Yeah. Uh, they're both actually fighting with Man- uh, Man- Manchester United as well, inter- showing fighting. interest. With Liverpool. With Liverpool over the, mm-hmm. those two young players. Uh, what would you say of them? What are the chances and which team would they pick? Well, both interesting. Both, both saying they want them. Absolutely. And like we were talking before with about Sancho and, uh, and Haaland, like maybe, maybe Sancho would play a better role at a, at a different club. You know, now that Haaland is more of a, a striking option for Dortmund, maybe Sancho would be more likely to go somewhere. Uh, between those two clubs, though, or rather, between those two players, I, I would feel like Werner would be the more sought after. Okay. Which I feel like Manu would really push for that, considering they're, you know, they struggle finding a striker. They struggle finding a main you see man. see fitting in it. Not that I see him fitting in. I just I feel like I, I feel like that's the player that that Man U would really fight for because they need a striker. I don't see him not, but I just it's tough to call with English clubs, especially strikers that excel at other places, go to England and play for English teams. There's a ve- it's a very you have to have a a particular skill like a, a skill set a striking skill set to be a striker in. Uh, in England, look at like players like Drogba, Henri, right? Those strikers had just like in a in a very conservative league, 
That's right. Those strikers really excelled. Timo Werner is an incredible striker, but would he fit in at Man U? I, I don't think so. I don't know if that's the right so you'd player. See him at Liverpool, more better. Fit. More, I would see him more likely at Liverpool than at Man U. But between the two, I I would see him, I would see him somewhere else. I don't I don't see him at either of those clubs. To oh, be really? honest, wow. I would say Liverpool over Man U, but I would see Sancho going more likely to go to Man United and Werner mm-hmm. more likely to go uh, to Liverpool. But either way, I don't see Werner joining either of those clubs. Oh, that's interesting. I, I don't know why. I just... he, he did sign a long-term contract with uh, Leipzig, but that also means he could just be helping a team out, you know, and saying... Well, co- contracts, contracts they don't... they got to pay more to the team, right? Yeah, exactly. More. So maybe he's just trying to be, you know, fair to the, to the club, Yeah, Leipzig, right? Like, I think he's too good to be there. I think by next season... I completely agree. Yeah, I, I don't see him Leipzig, staying. Unless Leipzig, you know, wins the Bundesliga, which I don't, I don't see, of course. <laughs> if they do, maybe, but even if they even do... Even if they do, it's not I, enough. Huh? No. Uh, for me, I see them both going to Liverpool. Really? Oh, that's cool. That'd be an because interesting. Yeah. It's what they need. I think Werner would be excellent for Firmino. Firmino has been. That's true. To to replace Firmino, yeah. Werner is faster, stronger. I think more consistent. Yeah. Um, whereas Manu, I don't think. I don't see Werner as the number nine. You know, up front. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. Lukaku struggled it. there. You know, Lukaku is physically stronger, bigger. You know. Yeah. He would. He struggled at United. Even Ibra, like he did well, Ibra, but, well, but Ibra, also, course, you know, he struggled. But Falcao before him, number nine, all these number nines, man. It's, it's very hard to be a number nine at United, Absolutely. I think, especially right now with the team. Right now, the way the team's in kind of in shambles, you know, like sort of, yeah. you know, not where they should be at least. And Jaden Sancho, I see him as well. I think he's too good for United not to be. You know. mm. I just think. He, He's he's too young. To, he has bright future. Liverpool. He he would bring lots to Liverpool. Mm-hmm. He he could be. I don't know on the on the side. He could be instead of Henderson or Milner. Or I don't know. Yeah, more in that in that like left back position. A little bit left back, or he could be up front too. I could see him. I you know, I would see him more as a left wing, like yeah. left striker, but. But in in not in that team. I don't know personally, but. I could see him more likely going to Man U than, than to Liverpool, but that's interesting. That is an interesting transfer. I don't know. I don't see Werner going to either, um, but I do definitely. He'll. I, I do strongly believe he'll leave Leipzig. Yeah. If yeah. if if leaving Leipzig to, I don't know if he'd go to. I, he might stay just in time to allow Lewandowski to you know get a little yeah. too old, and then they have Possibly. to bring in a younger striker. I could see. I do Bayern see him being. Linked. I see him being the next number nine at Bayern more than it's anything quite, it's else. It's quite possible. Huh? Sancho too. Sancho could stay in Dortmund. You know, Absolutely. Might just, like, and, there's and nothing he, wrong there. He's, no. he's a key player. And it's not like... And, and, and before, just to reiterate and clarify, I wasn't saying that, that Haaland is a replacement to Sancho. Not at all. A completely different position. Mm-hmm. But, if, but if Sancho were to stay at Dortmund, I feel like that maybe that could be an incredible attacking force with Sancho. You have Haaland, Royce behind, right? They have a bright future. And, uh, it's very young players up front. Hakimi. Hakimi. Yeah. Hakimi. yeah. And, uh, yeah, anyways. Very interesting transfer. Um, and, yeah, one that we... I'm glad we went back to that one because, yeah, it's very interesting. Moving on, though, uh, results from last week in the Champions League. Beautiful. What the hell <laughs> is going on? <laughs> I Green told you, Bayern Munich. I, I, yeah, well, be- okay, let's start with that. Let's start with Bayern Munich. Uh, yeah, 
I think that was definitely one of the calls. I think I said 3-0, three, 3-1 three three maybe, 3-1 for Bayern. You said 3-1, I said 2-1. Yeah, there you go, and it was... 3-0 yeah. better. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, it was a well, domination. Bayern dom- yeah, yeah. dominated the game. Chelsea had their moments, but they just couldn't finish. Um, on the, I, I don't know, there's not much to be said. I, I feel Bayern's going through, so well, only, you know what I mean? A beautiful night overall. Only downfall was Lewandowski got injured. That's true, yeah. For about a month, they said. But... But you were saying, well, the, what you were saying is like uh, it kind of worked out at timing wise because now the they can rest. Perfect. Yeah, they can rest. Uh, Lewandowski obviously is injured, so he has to rest. They didn't seem to have any issues with the 6 0 domination right. of Hoffenheim. So even with Lewandowski being out, <laughs> I, I think they'll be just fine. And even so for the there's, second there's leg. hungry young players on the bench. Yeah, Xerxes, he wants to prove himself. Yeah, and he, he has. He did. Every time he comes on, the kid scores. Yeah. yeah. Interesting awesome. young man. Yeah. Bright future, I hope. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, the timing could be better. He's going to take some time off. He's going to come back stronger. Yeah. Bayern, I think, are more than, more than safe in the Champions League. Bundesliga title as well as Leipzig drawing over the weekend. Bayern, no, I think it's four points. Making that climb, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Right on. But, like, you know, at the top, there, it's, they're all tight as well. It's tight. Like, it's, it's tight. Well, not England. It's not very tight. But the well, rest, you know, fairly tight. <laughs> Um, on that day as well was the Napoli-Barca match, which was a draw and fair mm. play to Napoli uh, to, you know, hold that a draw at Barcelona. At home, sure, maybe they, they could have pulled through, but Barca getting the away goal. Do you see that uh, playing a part in the second, second leg? People are criticizing Barca for that game, but I don't see why. Not why. 1-1 is a wonderful result. There's nothing wrong with that. They're playing... Yeah. Team More so for Barca than Napoli, even too. A, so. Why people are you know criticizing Messi already? Oh, Barca is not. Oh yeah, that's... playing well. You know, they just they drew one one. Yeah, it happens. It's it's Champions winning. League. Yeah, they're ahead. They're really, ahead right they're ahead. Now. Yeah, away goals. Nothing wrong with this. Yeah, I don't. I think they're gonna go through easily in the next. They won't struggle at home. Mm-hmm. But good, good for Napoli. I think they played well, but not enough. This is not. If they wanted to have an impressive game, you know, to have any chance in the tie, they should have had a. 2-1, 3-1 minimum. Mm-hmm. 3-1 would have been, I think, that's it. But 1-1 is, is <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's a Barca, like, almost like a Barca win. It is a win, mm-hmm. you, you know. Do you, think, do you think Napoli have a chance of getting that away goal early on, maybe, to, to try and... Uh, it's interesting, but I just... Barca's too strong at home, eh? Like in that atmosphere. Yeah. It's, it's... That's, that's the thing. The atmosphere has so much to do with it. Imagine that club played behind closed doors like any huge atmosphere like imagine uh Igunia Segunda Park well that's right yeah imagine them with no yellow wall like it'd be strange it'd be <laughs> it'd be offsetting but anyways yeah I I have to agree though I mean Barca they're playing home but we'll talk about that when that week comes for sure um okay so this one I don't really I mean I, I had my not doubts, but I had my worries because I know Lyon have been having a strange season in France. They're at lower, lower in the league. Um, oh yeah, it's for sure. Like fifteen, mm-hmm. like low in the league, and 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 then they come through and they beat Juve at home. Incredible. I just, I just feel like there was a lot of complacency. It, uh, it, there was just a, it was, it was a broken 
like a lot of the I don't know Lyon played a great game I can't well, deny yeah, them no, that no, yeah. them they played credit, a fantastic give them, game give them credit for sure. but but Juve shouldn't be losing this game that's what that's my thing but uh, but it's not a big loss it's, it's not, not huge either like you say with the with the Barca thing at least they got the away goal but going into the next game in Torino as well and uh, again this one actually this match the 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 second leg of this game may be either uh, behind closed doors as well again because of corona in Italy or be postponed but it might actually shift the entire season over by a week hey oh yeah by having to do that which I, I would much again much mm. rather they postpone it and have it in with a full stadium than or another than stadium have, somewhere else or somewhere else a more neutral, neutral ground field, yeah. but that's the other thing too then you still lose that home there's still something missing right and that's part of the game you know when you play at home like that would be I don't know. That would be. It could be awful. neutral, neutral place, but then they could say eighty percent of the tickets are going to Juve fans because they're supposed to be home. That's true. Yeah, that's twenty percent. That's a good to point. The French fans. Yeah, interesting. Because that's what they did uh, Atalanta. They have to play. They can't. They don't. They don't play in uh, like the UEFA regulated stadium. Their stadium. They played at the uh, San Siro, right? So, interesting. Um, yeah. No, I'm not. Overly disappointed. I mean, obviously, it's a it's it's a game that Juve should be winning because um, there will be another away game, oh, right? We sure can't was. lose to any of the other teams, you know. Like Lyon, there was big talks, but oh, Lyon, you know, the easy draw, yep. and and yeah, frankly, we were talking about last week. Yes, it is, <laughs> but maybe in the second leg, you know, Juve will, you know, this is just get a it together. Lyon will minor win. minor setback, I think, for Juve. It's not a big deal. I don't see them coming zero zero. At no, <laughs> draw or, or you know just a one zero before ninety minutes. I think they're gonna score mm -hmm. a yeah. few. It'll be all right for them. But like you say, it's just a little bit disappointing to see that. that That's what I'm saying. You know, but Leon's maybe I'm biased too, though, right? <laughs> of course, I'm. I am a little bit for Juve, but well, no, a little bit. But, well, we always but expect you know, the, you know the most, but you know, like Napoli and Barca one one is really not a bad. Why people are Just, saying Barca, you know, all no, terrible. of course. Again, as as from the Juve perspective, it's just like the Champions League lately is has meant to be an hour hours for the last decade every season. What the fuck? But now it's it's like you know, and I feel like what what happened? We lost to Real Madrid in that game. Oh, yeah, that's right. Fine. That was devastating, and that's so. Bad. And and what did we do? And we went and we signed Ronaldo. Yeah, great. Ajax got knocked out. Fucking take their young defender, <laughs> Delic, <Yeah. laughs> right? We did, and now, and now we're down. Who are we gonna buy from Lyon? Depay, but get out of here! Like you know what I mean? We're not getting knocked out by yeah. from Lyon, so it's just unfortunate. And it's, but I, I know that they'll come back and win oh, that yeah, game. But true. Champions League is just mm -hmm. a whole other world. It's of Europe. Football. Anything yeah. can happen. It's, Absolutely, man. You don't play these teams all the time, so you can't blame Juve either. No, they're used to playing Serie A clubs. They're used to playing. You know, a team that you know a little bit about. Right? Yeah. But, but when you're playing completely different, and that's what a lot. Maybe that's what a lot of the. Maybe a lot of it was the background tactics. You know, the right. the scouting, the all that kind of stuff, the recon for the future mm -hmm. games. Maybe they weren't. Maybe there's. Maybe it's a background backroom issue, right? With Juve, like maybe there. Maybe the whoever's feeding Sari. Maybe his. Maybe there's an issue there. You know, there's well, so many things. Earlier, that again, do, do you think Sari is going to be at Juve <sighs> next season? Maybe, like, you know what I mean? Like it right now, like I'm. There's so many why, Juve why? fans. I don't you know, understand why. Well, he's doing it 
for me, he's... so many Juve fans after after the, these lot like this loss to Lyon, mm-hmm. and even in the league, there I saw on some forums that Juve fans are are happy for the loss as an excuse to say sorry out. Sure. And wow. I'm like, what what wow. kind of what is that? What kind of support is that? I support sorry in his decisions and playing his football. Maybe there's some tactics that you know are are unique, but mm-hmm. it's his style of 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 managing, right? And whether or not he's there next season is is absolutely up in the air, right? I mean, I I and they have to understand that Juve has been dominating the Serie A. Yeah. So now there's lots of hungry teams down there that really want absolutely to look at Atalanta, been, man. Like, they've been doing better. They've been scouting. They've been making some smart transfers. Inter Milan, you know, Lazio, be brilliant, brilliant, brilliant transfers. They, they, Do you know why Milano or sorry Inter? Because of because of Morota going back there from Juve, the managing director, and yeah. now Conte, they worked at Juve together. Yeah. Now they're at Inter together. Oh, right? Conte has been doing an unbelievable. And of course, oh. he's an incredible. He's he turned incredible manager. Of, Inter were a club that were seventh, fifth, yeah. sixth. You know, for the last. Now they're contesting the no, title. They're, they've been top three. Yeah. Right. So, doing you know fighting in Europe. Yeah, of course. So I mean, it's. I don't know. With with uh, with the CDR, I, I do see Juve taking it long term, but I wonder if if at this point of the season it's worth considering that Juve also have to uh, consider it's a choice between the CDR and the and and Champions League. But I feel like Juve always go for both. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they and they because they the CDR. What this will be the ninth. City A in a row, so oh, unbelievable. or eighth, you know, eighth, ninth, yeah. lost count. I don't count. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, maybe that's cheeky. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's what Juve need is that is the like, hey, now, like, Motivation yeah, you've push. dominated Italy. Now get the Champions League, please. But it's gonna push Juve too to play better football. Absolutely. Bayern Munich is the same thing in, in uh, the Bundesliga. They've dominated so much, but the last last year not so much again but but this year it's really been and you can feel the pressure from Leipzig from, from yeah. Dortmund all the but time but that's it that's what makes football so exciting too yeah, right? it like that makes makes the team better it's going to be a better team now because they have the pressure they got to play yeah, little fuel you know on the fire to yeah because they to, usually they, they might look at their their schedule and say oh we got you know Real Madrid next week and then we come back and play you know Sassuolo yeah exactly <laughs> so they're like oh you know it's no big deal but now they got to think oh shoot where's the like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, they, you know uh, these guys beat us. Oh, they drew us last time. No, right, no, yeah, these guys they gave us a tough time last time. But, you know, Verona, they're going to be looking for that rematch, right? Mm-hmm. So they're going to take them Absolutely. much more serious. They can't just think, oh, we got to focus on Europe. Yeah. Well, now you got to focus on on the, on the league as well to be able to 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 grow from within the team. Plus, I I do think this this summer, regardless of who's managing a Juve, I feel there's going to be a lot of shifting in in mm-hmm. the midfield, especially. Because we did not need to sign Rabiot, even if it was on a free transfer. Yeah, <laughs> you know what, I mean? what the hell is that? <laughs> so that was, and, and you know, like someone like Ramsey, I still give him the benefit of the doubt. I've always liked him at, at Arsenal. I think he's um, very good. Too. I do too, man. He just has to get in clicked with the right, the right players, you know. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like, and again, people are so quick to be like, oh, Ramsey sucks or, or sorry out or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. patience. <laughs> you have exactly, to give them yeah. time. Yes, I understand. It's Champions League. Now is the time that you should be ready. But it's still like a new manager with a fairly, you know, you know, new team. Like it's, and that's again, that's just the way that it happens sometimes. So for sure, I don't know. That's Champions League. <laughs> that's <laughs> madness. Happen, yeah? yeah, anything can happen.
Very cool. All right, let's uh, we'll move on to some of uh, our predictions then for the upcoming fixtures. All right, so we will start with the English Premier League. Right on, spot on. All right, do you want to kick it off? Uh, Saturday morning, we got the Liverpool Bournemouth. All right, early game, five thirty. Well, it's a bit early, huh? <laughs> so it's a wee bit early. Get up, have a cup of tea. Yeah. And then watch the football. Watch the footy. Have a some biscuits. Yes. All right, Liverpool. I see a 4-0 win here. 4-0. I've got 3-0 for Liverpool, yeah. I mean, they'll bounce back from that Watford triumph and uh, dominate another Lola League team. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, like I say, they'll be the only team that Liverpool loses to, I am pretty sure. I hope so too. Yeah, that would be good for them. as As a squad... Not doing too great. It'll really change your season. All right, let's keep it going. Uh, Wolves at home to Brighton. I got uh, Wolves playing well. 3-1 for them. Yeah, I've got a 2-0 win for them. Brighton. Brighton, next match. Arsenal at home to West Ham. I got a 2-1 win for Arsenal. Uh, Yes, I've got the exact same. 2-1. Next match. Uh, Southampton at home to (laughs) Newcastle. (laughs) I believe United. Newcastle United. (laughs) Yes. Right on. Right on. Yes, yes. Cheerio. Uh, I got a 1-1 draw here. Yeah. Oh, actually, I have the exact same. Yeah, I've got a 1-1 as well. Cool. Next uh, match. Sheffield United, Norwich City. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to fucking bring it. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. All right. Sheffield. You've got Sheffield, Norwich. (laughs) I got a 2-2 draw here. A 2-2 draw. Oh, Norwich is bringing it. All right, I've got a 2-0 win for Sheffield. They're just doing too well, I think, for Norwich to make waves. Well, they've stepped it up. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, next, we got Crystal Palace, Watford, the Liverpool Slayers. Ooh. And do you think they'll continue their fine form? I don't. I think Crystal Palace <laughs> is going to win 2-1. Oh, really? Palace I've got at least good. a 2-2 draw. I see Watford popping a couple, but Palace is, yeah, they'll do well at home. All right. Next match. Oh, your favorite team. Oh, FC Burnley. Burnley against your wor- your least favorite team. <laughs> no, oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> not at Jose's there. Yeah. Uh, Burnley, Burnley and Tottenham. Tottenham. What do you think? Oh, I want Burnley to keep on rolling. 1-1 one, one, draw. Yeah, I have the same. Let's go Burnley. Yeah, I feel Burnley's going to do some damage there at home. Next, we got uh, Chelsea at home to Everton. Yeah, what do you think will happen in this one? I got a 2-1 win for Chelsea. Yeah, I see 2-0 for Chelsea winning that one. And then uh, Sunday, 10.30, more decent time. Yeah. (laughs) We got the Manchester Derby. (coughs) Yeah, that's a big one. Lots of uh, people looking forward to that one. Um, This one is at Old Trafford. Do you think that'll have any impact on the match as far as United pulling away with uh, three points here? It's a wonderful atmosphere, always has been. Oh, yeah. But I think Manchester City <laughs> is going to go on and put three past them. 3-1, I got Manchester City on this one. Yeah, I've got the same as well, actually. 3-1, I just... City coming off a high, you know, they're they're just doing well now. And, I mean, obviously, still sad news about Champions League, but... Um, <laughs> Have to bring it up Got to bring it up every time. It's, yeah, uh-huh. of course, yeah. For the next two years. And, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, and, yeah, I just, I think now they're really focused on, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll still want to try and win it, especially now, but I still think they'll have a, a, a firm focus on the, uh, 
on the on the uh, Manchester derby at least, if not the Premier League as a whole. Oh yeah, it's, it's a nice derby. I think awesome. so, yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be a little livelier than El Clasico, though. Yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope. I think it will. I think even though there's way more to play for in El Clasico, but and, and this game means a lot to both teams. United, obviously, don't you know? It's always the game you look forward to. Oh, massive! The Manchester derby. What color is Manchester gonna be? Oh, delightful Ooh, question. Red. It's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be sky blue. <laughs> It'll be sky so. blue this Sunday. <laughs> Pep's huh? gonna walk out there happy. Yeah, well, you like Pep, anyways. Oh, he's a great coach. Right. Leicester and Aston Villa. Oh, it's the Monday game, the 2 p.m. game on the Monday. Oh, that's lovely. Lovely. Yeah. The British are happy about that. Yes, absolutely. That, that's a late game in, <laughs> in the UK. <laughs> that's all right. Um, <laughs> so, what do you call for that one? Uh, Leicester losing their last game to Norwich, I believe. Mm-hmm. Surprise earlier, but I got them coming, bouncing back at home. 2-0. Yeah, I have a 2-0 uh, over Aston Villa as well. All right, we'll move on to match day 27 of the Italian Serie A. Uh, also, all of the games that were postponed from match day 26, so last weekend will now be all be played uh, yeah, due to coronavirus, that's mm-hmm. right, Augie, that's right. and uh, played on May 13 uh, instead. For the Just to touch on this really quick, for the uh, Juve Inter um, Derby d'Italia, I think that'll, be, like I said earlier, make an impact. I think it'll be much better if it is postponed to this time. Um, hopefully by then... You know the coronavirus is kind of calmed down, and, down, yeah, so that we can you know continue on as a entire globe and you know carry on with the football and then some. So match day twenty seven, the first game of the day on the Saturday seven a.m. Genoa Parma. I have a three one win for Parma away. Um, maybe Something the upset, got, yeah. but I got a two one win as well. Parma. Yeah, yeah, Genoa is not not doing terrible throughout the season, but definitely see Parma. Parma is not bad. They're not bad either. Having a good season. I have, I have yeah, lots of respect for them. Next game, uh, Torino, Udinese. Torino, five losses uh, in their last five. Uh, Udinese not doing all that much better, although I do see Torino winning 2-0 here. I got them for a 1-0, I think. It's going to mean a lot for them. They're at home. Mm-hmm. They've got to bounce back. Like you said, five, zero, five in a row. That's not good. No, that's awful. Awful form, and I think they'll, they'll find their form again here by a struggling Udinese. Um, Atalanta Lazio is it's a good one. Yeah, I think that's I would call that the, the game of the of the weekend here in Italy. Uh, sure. Atalanta playing extremely well, uh, closing in on uh, the top of the uh, table in Italy. Lazio a little higher, sitting on the sitting top. First. <laughs> um, that's okay. There's a couple of games in hand for uh, Inter, and then one game in hand for Juve. For this one, I see a draw. I, I see Atalanta playing uh, very well at home. But I also see Lazio a strong team, right? Obviously want to win the Serie A, or at least want to try to. Um, I see a 2-2 draw here. I'm going with the well, upset, but I don't, see it even, I don't see it as an upset. Atalanta, up? Yeah, I was going to say, which one's the upset? <laughs> Atalanta with a 2-1 win here. Hey, Just nice. because Lazio's you know, first for now, but I think Atalanta, have been, their head is high. I think they've been Absolutely. doing very, very good. They're a Champions League contender. Yeah. I mean, you, they have to be at this point. They, they're, yeah. they're next to the next. They're, they're through to the next round. Oh yeah, they're, they're doing good in the Serie A. They're, they're in a Champions League spot in the Serie A as well. So no, cool. Yeah, I hope your result comes through. But I still see Lazio just wanting a little it. Bit, yeah. yeah, I do. But uh, anyways, yeah, we'll move on to the next one. Spal at Cagliari. I see two one 
for the away team. Spall struggling, but I think they'll get one at home. I got a 1-1 draw for this one. 1-1 draw. Fair play. Next match, Fiorentina-Brescia. Fiorentina at home. I see a 3-0 a win on the early morning Sunday game. 5.30, yeah, that's a early one too. I got uh, Fiorentina 2-1, I think. I think yeah, they, still hungry. with the win, yeah. They'll def I think they'll take the win for sure. Uh, Verona-Napoli, actually another big game. Uh, it's a good one too. Uh, yeah, it's a very nice game for this uh, Sunday morning. Um, for this one, I don't know if it, if you'd call it the upset or not, but uh, I'll take Verona. Take Verona 3-2, wow. big game. I think it'll be a big high-scoring game. Napoli... Again, with you know Champions League energy coming into the weekend, I feel that always plays a part. Mm -hmm. um, Interesting. Yeah. Well, actually, sorry. Well, Champions League energy in the sense of that holding Barcelona at, at home. Obviously, that that'll have been a week after now. Mm -hmm, but right. um, but I, I still see Verona coming through at home. Wow. They're a strong team this season. They're they're they stronger are, than true. Napoli, and uh, I just yeah I see that being an exciting game. Big goals. I think uh, the Serie A is now at the point where you extinguish, you know, champions and uh, European qualifiers from the rest of the team. Yeah. As good as Verona has been, I don't think they can... They have the experience as Napoli does. Mm -hmm. This is a big game. Like you say, Huge, yeah. 3-1 Napoli, I think. Yeah. They're, they're oh, more wow. experienced. They, they, they've been playing in Champions League. Verona hasn't. Yeah, Verona's that's true. Just having a good, good high season so far. Yeah. But no, I got to go with the experience. Excellent. Napoli 3-1. <laughs> right on. No, that's a good one. That's the first like big different one, I think, for the weekend. That's exciting. Uh, next match, I think we'll agree on this one. Inter Milan, Sassuolo. Sunday morning, same time kickoff as Verona Napoli. I see a 2-0 win for Inter here. Comfortable a, win, but still not too crazy. couple of goals. I got a blowout 4-0. 4-0, yeah. Right on. Yeah, I think, uh, I think with, with those two games in hand, they'll definitely see an opportunity to... Climb up the table. And oh, yeah. Milan, this means a lot for them. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, Inter, they have an opportunity, right? And, and respect to Conte, but not much respect because he went to Inter. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, at the same time, there's yeah. still that Juve sort of lightly. He played at Juve, managed Juve. And, but uh, regardless, they, I, I see them winning this one. Speaking of winning, <laughs> uh, <laughs> away from home, I think Juve will take three past Bologna. Thoughts? Can't disagree there. I got a 3-1 win. 3-1, yeah. Uh, yeah, they could get one again. That complacency, man. Because the complacency in the attacking, in that like heavy attacking, you know. Uh, I think Juve is going to be hungry to prove themselves after a poor European, you know, first leg. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, they're going to come out hungry. They have so much to prove. They want to, you know, put, put a few goals past Bologna. They want to get their form back. Mm -hmm. I think um, there's no way. I, I think you win. <laughs> yeah, oh, of Three course. Ones. Yeah, I think so as well. Uh, next match uh, of the day on the Sundays, Roma-Sampdoria. I see Roma winning 3-0. Uh, a comfortable win. Um, They've been playing well lately. Yeah, last couple games, not not as bad as they have been. They're inconsistent. Uh, inconsistent, for, for, sure. for Roma, for sure. But uh, but I do see a win here, 3-0. I got a 2-0 win for Roma. 2-0. Um, yeah, a few. Another 3-0 win I see for Milan. Uh, playing uh, the Monday game, uh, I see a 3-0 win over at-home team Lecce. What do you have for this one? I got the 3-1. I think it's going to be, again, the Ibrahimovic-Rebic show. Oh, right on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They seem to have, you know. Ibra brace. 
that Balkan uh, <laughs> chemistry. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. They're playing well together. Yep. Don't see why not. I think they're going to come to a win for them. Awesome. Very cool. All right, let's move on to match day 25 in the German Bundesliga. Agi, you want to take us through these games? Yeah. <laughs> let's look at Deutschland. Da. Friday. Oh. Da. So, should we say Freitag? Russian. Is it? Freitag. How do you say? I don't know any German at all. How do you say it? Freitag. 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 Tag is day. Day. So Freitag. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Friday morning we got Paderborn, Köln. Excellent. Paderborn. Uh, I got Paderborn with the upset 2-1. Oh, nice. Nice home, home victory. I think they need it. Yeah. Köln has been good coming off a win over Schalke. Mm-hmm. Surprising win. Yeah. But Paderborn, I think, are more hungry here and they'll take it. All right, I see a, a 3-1 win for Köln, actually, for the away team. Opposite, eh? Uh, yeah, just following their their strong win over the weekend, last weekend. Fair enough. We got uh, the other, oh, on Saturday morning, first game, uh, Bayer Leverkusen at home to Eintracht Frankfurt. And? I think the Eintracht Frankfurt is going to struggle here. And Leverkusen is, is playing well, or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, drawing Leipzig. Like I got them here, two, two nil at home. Two nil at home win. Yeah, they yep. have the same. Excellent. Uh, then we got uh, Hertha at home to Werder Bremen. Hertha Berlin. Yeah. Hertha in uh, trouble with Jurgen Klinsmann. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they released his diary, I believe. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, they released, they released some sort of his diaries of how much he's. I don't know, struggling and being mistreated at Berlin. <laughs> so oh they posted God. it. So now he's dealing with... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Jürgen. The club, the club itself? Yeah. Oh, he should have stayed should've in America. Stayed in America, Jürgen. <laughs> Enjoy that uh, California sunshine. Uh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. All well, right, well, regardless then, okay, that being said, what do you see? I think Hertha at home still, you know, it's a big stadium. Mm-hmm. They like playing at home. I got them 2-1. 2-1? Yeah, I have a 1-1 one, one draw for, for this match. All right. And we got uh, Freiburg at home to Union Berlin. Union yeah. Berlin also with the troublemakers with the naughty... Oh, naughty with the banner. Yeah, banner. that's right. I got... Uh, this is a 2-2 two, two draw. 2-2? Two, two? Yeah, I have a 2-1 for Freiburg. I think they'll one. take the win over, over Union Berlin. Die Freiburger. Mm. <laughs> and we got uh, Schalke at home to Hoffenheim. This, is, this could be the match of the... Of the week, possibly. Yeah. Well, Schalke at home. Yeah, one of Gelsen Kirchen. Yeah. I got them 3-1 over Hoffenheim. I have a 2-2 draw. I feel Hoffenheim will put something through, but Schalke is a funny team, that, like you said, like, especially this season too, you know, with that surprising loss. Well, last started strong and then they just yeah. struggled. So we'll see with that one. I, I believe a high-scoring draw, though. Okay, then we got uh, Wolfsburg... At home to Leipzig. All right, Leipzig still trying to fight for Bundesliga title, so... Coming off a draw. Coming off a draw, though, they obviously want to continue their form against Wolfsburg, so what do you think? I think Wolfsburg <laughs> will, I said at home, but they will struggle with this one. Yeah, I agree. The pace, especially with Leipzig, is too fast. I got a 2-1 win for... I have a 3-1 win. Leipzig? Yes, I agree. All right, Ooh, then, this is uh, a big game. Oh, this also this is yeah. possibly also the game of the week. We got Münchengladbach at home to Dortmund. Borussia Dortmund, yes. 
Ja, die Gladbacher. <laughs> they want to fight for the, you know, Europe. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a tough game for them, though, I think, Dortmund. The younger, faster, better team, I got a 4-2 win for Dortmund. I have a blowout of a 3-3 draw. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be very highly contested because it, like, it is towards the end of the season, like you said earlier, where the teams are really, uh, they have to find their final form for the rest, of, you know, the remainder of the season. It's mm-hmm. are you going to put yourself in a position to get to Europe or not? For sure. And I think this is a huge game for both teams in that regard, so it'll be huge, huge, oh, huge yeah. game, huge game, huge goals. I can't wait for it. Then Sunday, we got uh, my favorite game of the week, mm-hmm. Bayern Munchen at home to Augsburg. Augsburg. I got a blowout here. I'm going with 7-0. Oh, 7-0. <laughs> okay. I think Bayern's going to have, huh? <laughs> have a fun day, have a couple of Frankfurters. Yeah. Idea. In the Lederhausen. In the Lederhausen. <laughs> yeah, I have 4-0. I, I did regard, yeah, still a blowout. Maybe I'll just put four plus nil and see what <laughs> see what happens. But yeah, at least four goals for sure. Yeah, Bayern is you know nothing going wrong at the moment. Three goals against Chelsea, six in Hoffenheim. The game six stopped. again, six plus, right? Six plus for sure. Could have been way more, but they're finding their that peak, the performance they should be at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the coach mentioned that as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a good fun day at the in the Munich Arena. Right on, very Have cool. A pretzel too. <laughs> Uh, Sunday, 11 a.m., we got uh, Mainz at home to Fortuna Düsseldorf. All right. Mainz, uh, both teams uh, playing inconsistent as well, but... This is a hungry, hungry team. Lots of... Uh, this is a Bundesliga too. They used to be both, right? Like, yeah. Big uh, derby. <laughs> so I think this is going to be a draw. I got 2-2. I think it's going to be a hungry, hungry open game. Right on. I've got a 2-1 win for Mainz, just the home team, taking the three points. Fortuna, Düsseldorf. I used to live in Düsseldorf. Beautiful, beautiful city. Oh, very cool. That's where you lived, eh? Yeah. That's not a good club. (laughs) No, that's all right. Very cool. Excellent. Uh, Move on to match day 27 of La Liga in Spain. We have Alaves and Valencia on the Friday afternoon game. I I see Valencia coming away with the 3-1 away win against Alaves, just a stronger club. I agree, Valencia, the better team, 2-0. Right on, okay. Moving on to Ibar and Mallorca. Um, I see just a low-scoring 1-0 Ibar win on the early Saturday game. What about yourself, Augie? I think Ibar is going to control this game. Mm -hmm. The better team, 2-0 over Mallorca. Very cool, excellent. Probably the game of the weekend in Spain, Atletico Madrid hosting Sevilla. Oh, um, <laughs> Yeah, that's a big game Saturday morning. I have Atletico coming away with the 3-2 win, just oh. a, a, just a bit hungrier. Both teams both teams want the same thing. They're both fighting for the same the same thing right now as far as getting into uh, Europe or staying into Europe, right? Climbing the table, securing that spot. But I do see Atletico coming through with the win cuz how Felix is back, right? He's back. So I, I see him playing a big part. But Atletico not looking impressive last week. You know, they drew bottom team as Espanol. That's very true. Uh, Sevilla ranked higher than them, you know. Mm-hmm. I believe they're in third. Yeah. Madrid fifth or fourth. Fifth or fourth. Yeah, I think fifth or I sixth even. Even yeah. fifth, yeah. I got this as a draw, 1-1. I think Sevilla is going to give them a fight. That's what they're, they're third. Right on. That'll be an exciting game regardless, yeah. 
see if they can fight their way up. Um, next match of the La Liga is Barcelona and Real Sociedad. I have a 2-1 win for Barcelona here just to come through with the three points. Russo? I think, uh, I think uh, Sociedad might pull off the first goal. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Might, might, you know, just an early, an early goal. Early goal, but yeah. I don't think they, they have the team to win or to hold uh, it. I mean, especially Barca at home. I got a 3-1 win for him. 3-1, nice. couple goals there. Um, yeah, and like uh, like you said earlier, just to touch on Barcelona, like how people immediately go to, oh, Messi, Messi's over, like, yeah. and Barcelona's done, like, you know, and it's the same way with Juve, right? With and then he saying, scores four goals. And the then he'll time. score, yeah, exactly. And then and they then, shut up for a bit, and then again Yeah, they exactly, back and that's just, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, just pretty funny to yeah. touch on that. But, yeah, I think a couple goals here, and then, and then they'll really dominate the next uh, Champions League game. Uh, next match, Getafe and Celta Vigo. I have a 2 0 win for Getafe, just playing well, stronger team. Well, I think so. Getafe uh, at the top, mm-hmm. playing their boots off this year. Yeah, very, very good. absolutely. Uh, Celta Vigo at the bottom. Celta showing inconsistency big time. Yeah. They'll play well against a top team and then they lose the next three. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happened to Aspas. Yeah, I don't know. Last year, he was con- contender, top three goal scorer, right? But that's we I'm talked surprised about that he's as even well. There. Ha- having, ha- having, uh, having those one-off seasons, you know, off seasons. But I, I was surprised not to see him transfer to a yeah, club. I think that's he was, true. He's, he's, I don't know. This year, maybe it's too late. He's struggling, but a few years before, it's still possible that he could that he could find a bigger club as well. Maybe maybe yeah. that's the problem. Is uh, there was a. Maybe it's a pressure thing as well, and that's yeah, maybe I mean, he wanted to transfer and didn't. You know, there's so much in that. He could easily know, go to a Bundesliga club. Of football. Yeah, oh yeah. But that I got Getafe there, 3 0. 3 0? Yeah, okay, right on. Different yeah, team. Uh, next one, Osasuna Espanol. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I have a, yeah, I know you have respect for Espanol in this case. I have a 2 2 draw, though. I see it a highly contested match, but uh, two similar teams, uh, you know. In, in the lower part of the league, but I, I do see that being a, a highly contested match. Well, I do like Espanyol. I think they're a rich history club, but I don't think mm-hmm. they belong at the bottom, and I don't think they yeah. will be at the bottom. I got them with a 2-1 win over Osasuna. Oh, there you go. Right on. And next match uh, on the Sunday is Valladolid hosting Atletico Bilbao. Bilbao with a potential to sign Higuain next season. I don't know. That could really change their entire, you know, layout they're sitting of their not team. Bad, they, you know, they're not too bad as it is, but I, I have a 2-1 uh, win for them at least in this game. I think they will come up with a 1-0 small, you know, just a squeeze and a win. Yeah. Valladolid, not a bad club. Mm-hmm. But Bilbao, I, like I said, they're not a bad season. Just they a wanna, better club They want to well. keep, yeah. keep it up there, right? Um, and uh, the other thing, too, with Higuain joining joining a, a team like Bilbao, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's exciting. It is very interesting. It's exciting to see that, you know, to see how that could affect. Um, he would do well because he was. He would, he knows. Yeah, I completely agree, especially there. And uh, in, in, in this league specifically, you know, there's so much opportunity. Like, look at Getafe, you know, having a phenomenal season. Absolutely. I, I could see if, if Higuain were to sign, you know, that could be all it takes for Bilbao to have a great season, potentially qualify for Champions League football. Well, La Liga has always been a wonderful league. Very, very, very tough. Lots of Absolutely. unbelievable talents coming from, from there. Really exciting football. Um, including the next game, Levante-Granada. I have a 2-2, another big draw. 2-2 uh, draw 
with this one on the Sunday morning game. What do you have, Ogi? I got a 2-1 win for Granada. The away win, yeah. I think they have better form. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Levante has its moments, but for sure. Um, but being at home, I think they'll hold a draw at the very least. Uh, next match, Villarreal, Leganes. I have a 1-0 win for Villarreal. Just seeing them just, just enough to, to do what they need to do. Um, I know they are the better team, but I feel like Leganes is very hungry club. So they will fight. They'll play very defensive, not allowing them to score much. But that's how I see the game kind of playing out. I got, uh, I got the opposite. I think it's going to be a real, real domination. They're going to open this oh. game up. I thought you were going to take a look on his win. I was like, opposite no, no, what? No. <laughs> but I got a big scoring game here. I got 4-1 for Villarreal. Oh, yeah. I can see that as well. Yeah, I for sure. I mean, Katsar has been showing good with yeah. form there. They got, you know, Santa Cazola. This is a, Villarreal is a rich team too. It's been around yeah. forever. It's, they should be at the rich top. Rich history in the and club, absolutely. Yeah. Right on. Um, the last game, the afternoon game, Real Betis hosting Real Madrid. <laughs> uh Madrid coming off the win at Classico, right? They, like you say, make that choice. Well, we're going to take La Liga. You know, obviously, the Champions League's not completely gone for them, but if they are going to focus on it, uh, I do see a win here, even if it's just a 2-0 win. Batiste, not a terrible club. For sure. Um, but I do see a comfortable win for Madrid. Playing away, they've not been, you know, the best away team, but... This one as well, Batiste, it's too much to ask for them. At home, they could possibly do a draw. I could see a draw. Yeah. Maybe a 0-0 zero, zero draw. Or even like a... I, I think, I, I, do, I do definitely see Madrid at least putting one pass. But I, I do still I think see if they two. put one, they'll put another pass. That's what I mean, uh, yeah. Same thing that happened uh, against Barcelona. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Late goal or something. I got also a 2-0. Two, two, two 2-0 win, yeah, okay. Beautiful. Well... That wraps up predictions for episode 003 of the Fuji and Toke show. Thank you very much to Augie for joining me as usual. Uh, how was the show for you today? Thank you very much, Tony. It was wonderful. Another great podcast. Yeah, I think Everyone so as well. well. Good, good, good banter, good chat, good weed. It's <laughs> good. There was a good, good little mix up there. Hey, those three. It really got you thinking. You know? Yeah, you absolutely. No, it's good. And, uh, as we say, get us talking. We always talk about football on the show, um, but we'd love to talk to you guys about football. If you have any predictions or anything you want to add to the podcast, uh, any of your thoughts, you can some get at us. Suggestions. Some good Yeah, some chronic suggestions, if not uh, some uh, format suggestions. You know, we're always open. This is a, a very new and exciting thing for us, but... Uh, why not? We love football. We love talking about it. Why not? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you can hit us up at uh, at the Footy and Toke show on Instagram or at Footy and Toke on Twitter. And uh, yeah, send us in your predictions and we'll be posting our predictions on uh, Twitter as well. Like always. And uh, yeah, we'll keep a tally up of where we're at and see. We haven't done it for the first couple of shows, but we'll, we'll get on bad, that. Yeah, bad. no, it's not bad. We, uh, we're about 50%. Maybe we'll do a week and see where we're at at the end of, uh, or a month rather. Cause, yeah, for sure, yeah, see. maybe monthly. Yeah. Cool. All right, and any other suggestions, we'd love to hear from you. So from Tony and Augie, have a great day and keep talking about football. Keep on talking, guys. Thank you. <laughs>